You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. From baseball's top personalities. The great Chris Russo joins us once again. To the game's top players. Joining us is the all-star. Matt Chapman with us. You never know what stories you're going to hear. If you make your way down here, I, I might be able to make some time and go out there and see the great Chris Townsend. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Time now for another edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend, and we're going with the big bats in this one. Matt Olson, Mark Canna, Buddy Reed. Both Cody and Fernando have been doing a great job getting us players down from Arizona. Just getting to see these guys because we get to do the video chat with them. So, you know, we haven't seen these guys in over a year. So it's great to talk to them. Here's your big slugging first baseman, Matt Olson. Hey, it's great to see you. How have you been? Been doing well. Uh, you know, good to get out here and get things going and preparation for a, for a full year. Of, uh, still got the protocols, but feels a little more normal uh, being out here in February and, and getting games going. So, yeah, everything's good. Just how was it seeing fans and hearing the cheer and you hit the home run? Just what was that like for you? <laughs> normal <laughs> back to normal uh it was good you know we it was one of those things that we definitely took for granted a little bit uh having having some fans in the stands and you know a little energy in the stadium and yeah it was it was cool and uh you know it's it's nice to have it here hopefully we can find a way to to get it during the season too but uh yeah it was it was cool yeah, it, it, it really is crazy what we have taken for granted over the years, us, whether it's players or us who've covered the game. You know, I, 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 Cody and I talk about all the time, the last Oakland A's game that we've been to was the wild card game against Tampa. I think we've all kind of taken it for granted. And I'm glad that you guys noticed that because you know how much our fan base loves you guys and they can't wait to get back into the ballpark and cheer you guys on. Yeah, it's, that game feels like forever ago, too. Um with such a so many things going on last year and how long of a year it was. And, uh, you know, I think everybody could use a little uh, escape from uh, all the depressing things going on with COVID and uh, other things and just go out and, and see a game and, you know, have us entertain. That's what we do. How excited were you when you heard 162 games? Because I, I know 60 games suck for everybody. Just your reaction when you found out we're playing a full season. Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, it was good because we didn't have to wait around and and kind of wait for another agreement and, uh, you know, delay spring training or anything. And, you know, everybody was getting ready for, for this full season and the normal reporting date. And it's nice to to stay on track and, you know, not have to – have it pause and be like, oh, let's wait a month or, you know, whatever it may be. But, um, yeah, to have a full year back to normal, normal scheduling, uh, you know, normal off days, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. So, I, you know, talking to a few of your teammates, uh, there, there's a real theme about you guys think you can go far. You've won 97 games two straight years. Then you win the division. You got past the White Sox in the first round. 
it just seems there's like a lot of confidence in your clubhouse that you guys know what you need to do to take it to the next level. So speak of that, the confidence that's going on with your ball club. Yeah. I mean, you look around the clubhouse, um, you know, we lost, we lost some key guys like Katie and Marcus and, uh, but man, we brought in some more guys some veteran guys who've been around and won rings and, you know, guys with 10, 15 years in the big leagues and, uh, the experience that comes along with it. And, you know, not even to mention their talent, uh, bringing guys in like Romo, Rosenthal, Moreland, Elvis, you know, it, all these guys who have Jed, who have been around and had big careers. And, um, you know, we're excited to, to bring that in with what we've already had and, uh, you know, and just build off, you know, the, the success that we've had the past few years and, and definitely take it further this year. You know, I'm glad you brought up Jed. We got to talk Jed to Jed when he signed. And we all know when he's been an A, he's been healthy. He's an extra base hit machine, hitting all those doubles. Uh, how does Jed look in, in, in his new time with the A's? He looks great. I mean, we, uh, we're we not getting uh, too crazy with game speed. Obviously, we're it's still early and, and working out and everything. But, man, it, I mean, he's – Looks just like he did when he was back here. Uh, he's swinging the bat like crazy right now. Just the same professional Jed Lowry at bat that, that you've seen before. Um, and maybe even a little more pop and, and from what I've seen in BP. Um, he looks great. He says he feels great. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can we can get him out on the field consistently and, and – uh, you know, have him produce. He hit what forty-eight doubles last time he was here. So, uh, you know, that's not just a, a little piece you're adding to the puzzle. If, if uh, you know, it's, it's the same kind of results. So, we're happy to have him back. And uh, obviously, a, a veteran guy who's been around and and you know, just a professional. Take us through your mindset during the off season. What 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 was the the main thing you were working on with your swing? Uh, yeah, obviously there were a couple things that I wanted to address. Um, you know, I've, I've talked about, uh, you know, I, I wanted my bad angle more vertical. Uh, you know, it just, it puts me in a better spot and you know, I don't roll off the ball, but, you know, apart from that, um, I didn't want to get too mechanical. Uh, I felt like last year I kind of got bogged down in, uh, video and mechanics and, go to the cage and work on this. So uh, while I was focusing on a couple things, I, I really wanted to get the feel and rhythm back uh, in my swing. And uh, I felt I felt pretty good uh, as we started it up. And uh, you know, I, think I'm, I think it's on the right track. You know, it's funny that you say about the video, because I, I remember last two years ago doing an interview with Coco Crisp, and he was like, you know, at some point, you just got to say, see ball, hit ball. You can't get to – I mean, video can help you, but then it, it can get such in your head. So speak to that where at some point, you you know what, I just got to go out and be me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's so accessible to us, and watching video is uh, something that you have to do in today's game. You got to know what the guy's got, and you got to be able to um, – you know, assess things through video, but there's definitely a, a point of uh, diminishing returns where you where you just um, are glued to it. Uh, 
you know, I was I was too locked in. And, you know, we, no distractions from off the field last year. Like, you know, you leave the field, you go back to your hotel room by yourself. So I, I pull up video and, and wonder what happened that day. You know, it, it's it's funny, but it, you know, it did play a factor, and I just became uh, a little too caught up in it. And, and uh, you know, I, I think that it, it took away from the feel of of being in the box and and seeing the ball and hitting the ball, like you said. Um, and I wanted to to kind of take a step back. And you know, baseball is not the sport where the more you do, necessarily, the better you play. Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of dumb in that way, but sometimes less is more. And um, you know, I felt like it was one of those things I kind of had to, to go through it to have the realization, and um, that's where I'm at now. It, it's so like golf. It's like sometimes in golf, the more balls you hit, the more you play, the worse you get. <laughs> I mean, right. All right. You talk yourself into to the shame a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. You know, I, I, you, you think about last season, and I know it was so tough on you guys. And and I remember you and I talked, in, uh, I think it was towards the start of the offseason, where it was like 60 games really did feel like 162. I mean, you guys are testing every day. You got to get to the ballpark early. Just talk about what that season was like for you guys. It was a grind. Yeah, it was tough. Like I said, I mean, you, you go to the field when you can. Um, they have time slots for everything. And you get there, and when you leave, you go do nothing. You know, it's it was it was just as tough mentally as it was to you know show up and and prepare yourself every day. Um, you know, there was things that we weren't used to, like dealing with uh, like I said, time slots, and you can only go to the cage at this time. You can only be in the weight room at this time. Obviously, I understand there was <laughs> the pandemic going on, but um, it did it did make it tough and. Uh, you know, I know a lot of those same things are in place right now, but we've been through it, and um, you know, we just we just got to manage with with the way it is. You know, we're going to be sharing this uh, audio with our beat writers, so I'm sure they're going to want to know how was the first home run of spring, and how did it feel? It felt pretty good. Uh, you know, I've seen I've seen uh, Noe a lot with the Angels, and uh, you know, I just left the left the fastball a little over the plate and uh it felt good i just felt like i was in there and reacted and and got to it um kept it fair and and got a barrel on it so it's it's good to see something like that and hit a hard ground ball to short the at bat before so uh it's a pretty pretty good first day you know, I we I've talked to Bob Melvin about this, well, and, and Bob agrees, and and we've talked about an MVP in your future, and you have that kind of talent and have that kind of ability because also of how great of a defensive first baseman that you are. What 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 are the goals, the expectations for this season? Well, you know, I obviously something like that is is in the back of your mind for sure. Um, you know, you want to go out there and, and play the best you can. And I think that, um, you know, it's not something that's that's out of the question. But, you know, I, I don't – my uh, my goals are, are kind of always team-related. Uh, you know, if the team is winning and, and we go deep in the playoffs, I'm kind of in the, 
the mindset of everything else will, will take care of itself. And, um, you know, you got to go out there and, and, uh, think about, think about the bigger picture and, and let the smaller stuff fall underneath. Well, let's end on this. You, 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 you actually had a pretty big off season. I mean, not only did you get engaged, you got a puppy too. I mean, you're like yeah. all through this off season. I, I really went for it. Uh, yeah, the puppies, the puppies growing, uh, put a ring on the finger. Yeah. You know, Hey, why not all at once? Right. Well, you know, you know what it also does for you? It just frees you up and you know, you can just go play baseball and she's happy and, yeah. You got the dog and life's good. Yeah. He's got someone to, to play a little fetch with, and I'm just out here playing baseball. Well, I got to tell you, one of the things that we've really enjoyed uh, with Fernando helping us out is just to get to see you guys, because we haven't seen you in over a year. Right. It, it's hard to believe, but uh, congratulations on the offseason, getting engaged, and good luck this season, and we can't wait to see you in Oakland. Awesome. Thanks, guys. I expect him to have a big year. Also about to have a big year, and he could be your leadoff guy. Here's Mark Canna. You know, one thing I've been saying to all the players since uh, they've gotten back to Mesa, and the fact that we're just getting to see him on video, you get to hear him, but we get to see him. And uh, Mark, great to see you. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, it, it's it's a special time, you know, when you think about spring training and you get this thing going. And and I got to think for uh, someone like yourself, just going to be thrilled. You're going to have fans in the ballpark for these games. Yeah, yeah, the, the spring training games, I assume. And it, I don't know about regular season games, but, um, yeah, it, it'll be uh, it'll be refreshing. So what was the off season like for you? Say, you know, we only played 60 games. What was it like? Mm. Um, it, it kind of felt like the, um, the quarantine period when we, when we stopped spring training last year, um, just that being at, we weren't really used to being at home, you know, at, during coronavirus and, um, not playing baseball. So it was, uh, you know, like like the general population, I think it was an adjustment and a little different than than your typical off season. And um, but all in all, well, I mean, I was able to to train and and do all the things that I wanted to do. I think society has now kind of acclimated to the situation, and and I was able to do things safely, everything that I that I needed to do to prepare myself for for the season. And I got to think a little extra time with the little ones had to be good for you as a father, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I got two now. Um, you know, it's there's never a dull moment and they're keeping us busy. And they're both uh, my oldest one's a ball of energy. And my nine month old is very mobile for her age. And, and <laughs> it's, on her toes. it's playing chase playing chase every day make sure they don't pull any furniture down yeah no it it's a game changer once they can pick stuff up and leave a room that's when everything starts to change and when you say nine months ago it takes me back to where i was hosting that uh benefit the banquet where you were honored and i remember your your wife was about to give birth so you, you had to get out of town really quick it's it's amazing how time flies yeah yeah it really is now i'm at the age where it seems like, you know, you got a clubhouse full of guys in there and, and a lot of guys are, are having kids now. And it's, uh, 
it's a fun it's a fun kind of crazy thing and and it's uh something that I'll, I don't think I'll ever get used to but uh but I enjoy the ride. Well, how about this? And I just thought about this. You know, with Marcus departing to Toronto, I think you're the longest tenured A. Yeah, me and me and Bass, me and Chris Bassett. Wow, came in, in the same year and uh, before the 15th season. Well, I, I I I think about your career and you know flexibility. You know, we gave you that nickname Duct Tape because you could do everything for Bob Melvin. Um, flexibility has been so key. And now Bob's talking about you hitting leadoff. Mm. I mean, you, you, you've been a middle-of-the-order guy your entire life. Uh, how much leadoff have you done? I hit leadoff in high school my senior year. Um, I drove, I, I was a, still a power hitter, but my, my high school coach, Gary Cunningham, was kind yeah. of ahead of his time, I'd say. And he believed in me hitting leadoff because he, he said, well, they can't walk you. First of all, in that first about of the game, they have to pitch to you, which we want. And you're going to get, you know, being the best player on the team, you're going to get up. You're going to get the most at bats that way. And uh, so there I'm I've done it before. It's been a long time since I was in high school, um, but I've done it before. And, and Bob reached out to me a couple of weeks ago and like sent me a text, I think, and was like, hey, what do you think of hitting leadoff? And. And I told him the same thing I told you, and I'm comfortable with it, and and I kind of I kind of like it. I don't I don't know if it'll really happen. I think we have some more prototypical leadoff hitters that we that are available in in Elvis and Ramon and maybe even some other guys. But um, but yeah, I I could I could do it. I know I could do it, and I wouldn't it wouldn't be uncomfortable. Yeah, I know Coach Cunningham. He's also a fellow San Jose State Spartan yeah. alum and in our Baseball Hall of Fame. Great guy and coached so many uh, tremendous players along with yourself. And, you know, the thing about leadoff, like, we, we put so much emphasis, but you only do it one time a game because after that, yeah. all your other at-bats, you're not the leadoff guy anymore. So I, do we put too much emphasis on that? Um, I don't know. Uh, you want one of your better hitters hitting leadoff, so it's it's – you know, I'm humbled and, and that he would think of me to, to put me in that position and think, you know, have the confidence that I would be someone that would be able to handle that. Um, there is something, a little something about being the first guy to hit on the, you know, kind of sets the tone. I, and Marcus was really good at that. So um, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I think what I like about it so much is that you I like the idea of hitting in the first inning every every game because hitting you get that starter before he's settled into the game maybe he's he's not really as sharp as he's going to be an inning or two later that's the way I look at it so that's for that's the main reason I told Bob this too I was like I I like the idea of hitting in the first inning because if I'm hitting fifth a lot of times or sixth or seventh I don't always get to hit I don't hit in the first inning usually um so I like the I like it for that reason. You know, one of the most fascinating games that we had last year was the game that Saturday game of the week against the Padres, where you were mic'd up, mm-hmm. Fernando Tatis Jr. was mic'd up, mm-hmm. and you were talking about I like DH and all you got to do is hit. But I mean, you're going up to the plate. Uh, take us through what that was like when y- y- you're you're competing at the highest level. 
and you're mic'd up. So you kind of got to watch what you're saying. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of things about that that was uncomfortable, but kind of cool too. Um, I, you know, first of all, you have <laughs> me who Mark Hanna, you know, a, a lot of people don't even know who I am. And then there's Fernando Tatis, the superstar <laughs> that, that is uh, probably a household name, at least in baseball by then. So I remember just reading the Twitter comments like, God, Mark Canna sucks. He sucked on that thing. It's all the Padres fans, of course. And like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, we, yeah, okay. You guys have Fernando Tatis and you think he's great and he's a superstar and, and everything. Um, and you've never heard of me. So th there was that. Uh, there's some blowback there. Um, and then th it, I was in the dugout when they were interviewing me at first. And um, and our dugout's not big. So, like, our coaches are not far from me, 10, 15 feet. And Bob's managing a game, calling, calling you know, like, pickoffs or whatnot to the catcher. And there's people coaching 10 feet to my left, and I'm trying to do an interview. So I had to kind of, like, Batman voice it and keep my voice. I felt like I had to, like, muffle my voice. Like, uh, like uh, yeah, you know, I trying to like not not interfere with with the with this because we don't have a big spacious dugout you were kind of all on top of each other no matter where you're standing in that dugout so that was weird and then hitting was um it was fine they weren't talking to me while i was hitting really so um yeah it, it's interesting that they're doing that now though they're trying to get more in-game interviews and it, it seems like it's a lot of people like it but it uh, it's kind of a mixed bag too and I wasn't crazy about doing it in the playoffs. It was a little unnerving. I, I don't think I would do that again. Because well, I just in that, in that um, whatever the, you call the first round now uh, against the White Sox, I was mic'd up for that one too. And that was a little uncomfortable. You know, it's funny, you know, that you mentioned it. Now think about it. Yeah, you got these coaches trying to win a game and they're asking you about being a foodie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like looking at I and the coaches as I'm doing this interview. Like I had told Bob, you know, I, before the game that I was doing it and stuff, but, but it was, it was still like, it, it's not the best setup in Oakland for that. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, you know, when I think about your club, a lot of questions got answered right before spring training. And you think about how good you guys have been to the playoffs three straight years uh, winning the division last year, 97 wins uh, the two years prior to that. But just talk about what you see now, because I see this team, this 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 is a really good team. You guys are really strong. Talk about what you see in that clubhouse. Yeah, we certainly filled the gaps that we needed to fill, and um, it'll be interesting. I, I think um, – Turnover is something you see in our organization quite a bit um, in terms of personnel and and uh, but the last two years, two three two years, I would say we haven't had much turnover. The bullpen is pretty similar. The starters are kind of similar, and uh, this year we have a little bit more turnover. We're kind of back to getting the new guys in, and and it's a very welcoming clubhouse. But I think that 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 is always. Um, when you have a new kind of feel for your team, it can take some adjustments, you know? Um, 
to find out, well, how's this going to work? And, um, but yeah, I mean, on paper, it looks really good. And I think we're all, we all know that and we're excited and we're, we're confident about that. Let's end on this. I don't know if you uh, go to MLB.com that much, but they did a, a article on every guy who should get a bobblehead for each team. And mm. you were nominated for a bat flipping bobblehead. How mm. awesome would that be? Fans in the stands and a, a bat flipping Mark Canna bobblehead. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I've always wanted a bobblehead. And then, you know, they, they like, there's always someone on the team that's more marketable than me. So um, I think Chappie and Oli already have theirs. But uh, yeah, maybe it when Chappie and Oli get like two or three more, then they'll say, Mark, you can have your first. So if I stick around for like three or four more years, uh, maybe I'll get that bat flip and bobblehead someday. Well, I, I can tell you, you know, one of, the, one of the cool things about you playing at home is – you know, all the people in my area who remember you and know you. So I, I belong to San Jose Swim and Racket. I got these guys who know your parents and they talk about you all the time. So everybody down here in the South Bay is definitely following you. Of course, everybody in the East Bay. So we always appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on. Be well, be safe, and can't wait to see you in Oakland. All right. Thanks, fellas. And a guy who's had a good spring training so far, trying to make this ball club real athletic, came over in a trade from the Padres. Here's Buddy Reed. Buddy, are you there? It's Chris Townsend with the A's. How are you? Yes, yes. Hello. I got to think for you, just getting back to playing baseball again has to be really yeah. special for you. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, you know, just getting on the field, being around fans, being around, you know, the other guys that, that weren't at the all side and things like that, it's, it's a great, great experience. And it's, it's definitely good to be out here. You know, I was talking about it early in the show. And I mean, whether you're talking about minor league baseball, college baseball, uh, sports in general for both boys and girls, for so many people, high school who have lost over a year of competition, just mm -hmm. how tough has that been for a lot of the guys that I know you're very good friends with? Oh, man, it's been um, really tough. You know, it's been a challenge for a lot of people, not just obviously in baseball, as you know, but just in life. Um, it's, it's definitely tough, and I'm definitely very blessed and fortunate to still have a job. But, um, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's unfortunate, and it's just sad how uh, it happened. Um, there's not much really anyone, I guess, could do. Um, and, I, and I know a, a couple of my buddies uh, who lost jobs, but, uh, I guess there's always a positive that can can come from things, you know what I'm saying? And and everyone lost a year, but uh, hopefully in, in time we can all come back together as a society and, and, you know, work this out and get rid of the mask and get back to how things uh, used to be. And for the past couple of days, just tell us what it's yeah. been like to have fans again in the stands. Oh, I mean, it's it just, you know, it makes the game way better. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Yeah. The guys, everyone, you could ask any any player. Uh, there's nothing like playing in front of fans, whether they're heckling you or cheering you on. I mean, it's obviously awesome and cool to have the fans cheer you on when you're either in the field or at the plate. But when you have a fan or a group of fans that are, you know, the doubters or the haters, it's, it's always cool to, um, you know, listen to them, hear them, and, and, and use, that, uh, use that energy uh, to, to do something. Well, you've gotten out to a great start. And I think coming over from San Diego – 
when you come yeah. to the A's, this is the land of opportunity. I mean, there, sure. there, there's For been sure. a lot of young players who have gotten to play Major League Baseball with the Oakland Athletics. So when you came to the A's, what, what were your yeah. thoughts? Yeah, pretty much land of opportunity. You know, I, I was obviously fortunate enough to get drafted by the Padres and, and spend my time there. But obviously coming over, I wanted to just uh, continue to improve my all-around game on both sides of the ball. And just have fun, man, to be honest with you, because there's there's you can't there's so many things in life that are taken seriously. There's so much other things that we have to worry about as humans that we come to the field and play a sport. You know what I'm saying? For a living. We're so blessed. So, I mean, I just, you know, I take it for what it is. I, I work my butt off. I, I get information from people. I use it to the best of my ability. And I just want to help uh, others and myself and continue to improve and, and take the opportunity and, and hopefully win a job. You know, one of the things that I think you've probably noticed and we all notice is, you know, the A's have been to the playoffs three straight years. This is a really good core group. There's a lot of confidence and there's a lot of talk about winning the World Series. What's it been like for you to start spring training in the clubhouse, knowing that the expectations are to go far in the playoffs? Oh, I mean. Every team, obviously, I, I would think it wants to win a World Series, you know, it has the expectation of, of getting 90-plus or 100-plus wins, whatever it may be. But um, the emphasis from day one was uh, we want to win a World Series. We, you know, after being at the all-side and watching the guys come in every day, get their work done, and, and do what they did and make it and reach the playoffs, it was it just is motivation for, for the guys that were at the all-side, the guys that weren't there, everybody that came back. It's like what we want to do is get a good core group of guys together and push – push the envelope and, and get to the World Series and obviously win, um, for sure. I mean, like I said, I think it's every team's goal. And obviously going how we go about it is, is what's going to get us to um, to that um, World Series championship. When you're out there playing right now, talk to us about this core group and how talented this roster is. Oh, man. I mean, I'm not going to list anyone just because I'm not leaving off any names, but I would say everybody. Everybody has something here um, from the pitching side of the ball, catching every position that brings something to the, to the table and to the team. And with all the talent here, um, we're still, I mean, we're only a couple of days in, so we're really still, people are still finding themselves. You know, we're getting the Cowboys out. Some people are a little nervous. Like, I mean, for me, I was nervous day one, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's getting back to the routine, understanding like who you are, what you want to work on, what you may need to work on. And then going out there and, and, and not necessarily thinking about it, but having that approach to how can I get this done? Because at the end of the day, spring training, of course, you want to see the results. You want to see the home runs, hits, strikeouts, all that stuff. But in reality, you really want to work and hone on one thing, I guess, or sort of like your craft that can get you on the team or whatever the team needs. That's what you should be working on. So, yeah, well, the, talent, the talent here is, is unmatched. Well, obviously, you're very athletic, and, and you got great athleticism from your time playing in the SEC through through the minor leagues. Uh, just talk about how your game and, and, and what you really bring to the roster. Well, I mean, I think I, I bring all five tools, uh, to be quite honest with you. Um, I think speed, plays, I have range. I can hit for average. I can hit for power. I can throw the baseball. I can be um, – uh, speed kill so I could be um, hectic on the bases but um, I mean for me personally I just like to be humble I think I, I have like I said all five tools but um, in any case I just want to come here and continue to, to show that and continue to prove to myself and to the guys around me that, that uh, I belong just because I feel like 
all the hard work I put in and all the other guys put in. I mean, everybody's coming here for a spot. There's no guarantees. There's no, there's no gifts. Nothing's given to you. So it, it's all about, for me, honestly, hard work, um, continuing to improve every single day, uh, trusting what I'm doing, trusting what I'm doing with the coaches, um, trusting everybody in the staff, you know, the whole organization and, and, and just having my plan and sticking with that. Like I said, continuing to help others, help myself grow as a man, grow as a person and, and, the chips will, will fall into place. Everything will fall into place. Um, but I, I can control what I can control pretty much. You know, let's end on this. I, I think the yeah. real word, the, the, the word that means the most, most right now is appreciation. I think all mm-hmm. of us, whether you're a player, you're a coach, you're in the front office, us as broadcasters, fans, I think we just all appreciate the game being back you know, seeing fans in the stands, you guys being in the field. It's just, it, it, it's, it, it's a new feeling. I bet you've never had in your career. I've never had in my career. I just, I'm just thankful. We're just all back. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, uh, you can see it in, in the fans faces, our faces. I mean, the energy, even though there's only like what 20% capacity and the, um, and the fans are uh, like sort of scattered. You can still feel it. I mean, you hear fans heckling us. You hear, you hear uh, just everything. So it's, I mean, it's really cool to have them back. Um, and yeah, I'm so appreciative to have sports back. You know, I mean, being able to watch other sports, being able to to get away from reality of life and everything that's going on, and to you know lace up the shoes, go out there and try, uh, do something at the plate or throw a guy out. I mean, yeah, it's 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 so it's so good to be back. Well, I got to tell you, there's a lot of A's fans who are excited about your start to this spring training. Thank you so much for your time. Be well, be safe, and I can't wait to see you in Oakland. For sure. Thank you so much, and stay blessed. Well, thank you for listening to A's Unfiltered. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.